This is Bobby Boucher from the 50 Shades of Boucher podcast, and you're listening to Sports Done Right. Oh, yeah. Get your snow cats ready and get over here. Right now? You're darn tootin'. Don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address? Live from the situation room of his lakefront chateau, he's bringing a little color to the voice of Minnesota sports talk and worldwide. His mama calls him Vince, but you can call him governor. And by way of executive order, he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right. Are you ready? You like that? You like that? Line to left center field, Byron to his right, running, diving, and makes a spectacular catch! Lost one out near side, May there, intercepted! Gophers have picked it off! It's Winfield down the sideline to the 35! His second INT of the day! Swan for a shot, he scores! Zuccarello and Kaprizov work their magic again! What's going on, everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor. The Sports Done Right podcast is back on the air. Thank you for listening. What's up? What's up? What's up? Oh, man. Lots to get to tonight because it is Packer Week. That's right. Season, or excuse me, game one, ready to go in another Viking season. I'm going to get to that in the second half of the show. There's lots to get to. We got a new regime. We got new coaches. We got a new front off. We got new everything here in Minnesota, except a lot of the same names on the field, baby. So we're going to see how the new uh, people in charge are going to mold their talent and see what they can do with it. Maybe hopefully get us more wins here than uh, the Zimmer regime did lately is here because the Packers, I'm going to tell you something, for the long time and the first time, we're going to be talking about the Packers' defense. The Packers' defense is looking really, really good, at least on paper. You know, our favorite, Devondre Campbell, former Golden Gopher, and... Obviously, there's question marks at wide receiver who is number 12 throwing the ball to over in Green Bay. So we're going to get into that in the second half of the show. Vikings, Packers, week one. The NFL is back. And, man, I cannot wait. Uh, also, we're going to uh, have a couple other things. But first, let me let me delve in here while it's fresh in my mind. I wanted to get to the Gopher game here. Gophers trounce New Mexico State. They did everything they were supposed to do. Defense, offense. I mean, played a great game. Granted, New Mexico State is literally the worst team in college football. We had the Jerry Kill stuff going on. Former Gopher coach Jerry Kill, for those who may not know, vowed he would never come back after the Gophers let him go and fire Tracy Clays, his defensive coordinator, who took over head coaching duties for a little bit after he left. 
you know, there may have even been bets on, you know, if they were going to shake hands, Jerry Kill and P.J. Fleck. P.J. Fleck is a former assistant coach to Jerry Kill. So he comes from the Jerry Kill coaching tree. And they shook hands before game, after the game. And Gophers did everything they were supposed to do. I wish they would have maybe took a couple of these players out sooner. Tanner Morgan, Mo Ibrahim. Mo literally just picked up right where he left off before. And, you know, he's looking good. So, I mean, you know, fingers crossed for him because if he can stay healthy all season coming back from the Achilles injury, Gophers could have some big things going. Uh, outside of that, man, uh, first off again, shouts out to Gopher fans. Filled the stadium. Beautiful. I mean, an absolutely beautiful night. It was very hot during the day and during the tailgating and all that. But, man, when that sun started setting in the west over Huntington Bank Stadium, it was a perfect night for Gopher football. So congrats to the Gophers. They're off and running 1-0. Western Illinois comes in this Saturday. Honestly, should be kind of a repeat of what we saw this past week. And then they're following that game up but with Colorado coming to town. And then the, the main game is um, their first game will be Michigan State on the road. And like I said, I think last week, that's going to tell us a lot about our Gophers. So, all right. With that being said, before we talk about these northern football teams, my friends of the Sports Done Right podcast. And by the way, we are on the Pigskin Podcast Network. Pigskin Podcast Network. Make sure you're checking us out. Um, DraftKings is the network sponsor. Make sure you're checking DraftKings Sportsbook out as well. And by the way, football fans, the first Sunday of the NFL season is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving new customers a can't-miss offer to celebrate the return of the NFL season. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. Again, $5, get $200 in free bets instantly. You got to like that. And as an added bonus for week one, everyone can experience seven, the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. So bet on the NFL team to win. If your team leads by 10 at any point during the game, you get paid instantly. That's simple. Even if your team loses. So here's what you got to do. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Again, that's promo code TPPN to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet this Sunday. That's code TPPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, my friends. So make sure you do that. 7th Avenue Pizza, the best frozen pizza in Minnesota, is one of our sponsors Matt Nelson and the family doing great things. We appreciate uh, everything that that 7th Ave has done for us. They were at the tailgate serving up great pizzas. We also cultivated CBD. Man, 53 years old. The bones are a little old, a little popping here and there. Cultivated CBD is the magic that ails you, man. Let me tell you something. That roll-on gel, the body oil, uh, the gummies. Whether you want to step into the world of the, the THC side of the legal stuff here in Minnesota, they got new gummies that way. They have their CBD gummies to help with pain and anxiety and sleep disorder. So, 
make sure you go into cultivatedcbd.com. Tell them the sports governor Vince Wright sent you. All right, my friends, let's get into it here. Jeff Fox, my main man from South Beach. You know, I call him the Don of Miami sports. And, you know, Jeff always joins us. We, you know, once a year we or twice a year, sometimes we check in with Jeff, see what's happening on South Beach, Miami, the Dolphins, the Hurricanes. Uh, you know, we talk it all here. So taped an interview with Jeff. And we had a very good talk about the Miami Dolphins, the Miami Hurricanes. He had some questions on the Vikings. Uh, even though he works in Miami, he's actually a Raiders fan. So we talked a little bit about his Raiders. So settle in for the next 30 minutes or so and enjoy this interview. When we come back on the second half of the show, it is Vikings Packers. It is on. Can we get to Aaron Rodgers? Uh, I'll save it for that. I'll save it for the end. But anyway, my friends, on the Sports Done Right podcast, this is our friend Jeff Fox from Miami, Florida. And what's going on, everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor, back in the Situation Room. Now, our next guest is the one and only Jeff Fox. I call him the Don of the Miami sports scene. I mean... He has done it all. He's interviewed everybody. He's running in South Beach with Stephen A. Smith, running South Beach with Kobe Bryant back in the day. Rest in peace, Kobe. I mean, Jeff Fox is the man. So here he is from South Beach himself, the one and only Jeff Fox. My man, what is happening? Hey, buddy, what's going on, man? What's going on with you, man? Happy to be back in the big house with you once again. And uh, as always, man, happy to contribute, you know, to contribute. So, hey, I, I, uh, I appreciate well, it. I've been doing well. Good, good. I, well, I appreciate your time as always, brother. So, um, let's just get into it, man. Let's just start with these Miami Dolphins. Now, you know, you got some new weapons down there. Raheem's in town. Tyreek's in town. All of a sudden, offense looking a little more formidable down there. So, let's start on the offensive side of the ball. You know, the quarterback has some new weapons now. So give us, you know, your initial thoughts as we're coming up on week one. You know, Patriots, always fun to watch the Dolphins. Patriots go at it. So what are they looking like on the offensive side of the ball, Fox? Well, before we do that, I just want to say that I've never in my life seen a quarterback as overly analyzed as Tua is. I agree. If he goes to the bathroom, it's breaking news. If he, if he throws the ball 20 yards, it's too short. Uh, he can't do this. He can't do that. And all he's done is go 27-13, you know, and I, I, for the life of me, I cannot get why, uh, you know, he's overly analyzed like this. And Tyreek Hill coming over for Kansas City uh, certainly did not help when he – Right. Uh, ridiculously claimed that Tua was more accurate, you know, mm-hmm. than Patrick Mahomes. That was ludicrous. Right. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> exactly. That, sure that, that was. was a bit much. He didn't exactly help the situation. But for some reason, Mac Jones gets the, the bulk of the positive ink when you compare him with Tua. And I don't know mm-hmm. about that. You know what I mean? You know, I've so, often wondered the same thing, Fox. I don't get it either. Yeah. I, I saw Matt Jones this preseason. He struggled. Um, I saw Tua this preseason. 
looked pretty good. Even the uh, bomb that he threw to Tyreek Hill, uh, they found something wrong with that. Uh, he should have laid it out in front oh, of him. Geez. Listen, the Dolphins are going to be explosive this year. I, You know, I'm not mm-hmm. a Miami Dolphin fan. I'm a Raider fan. But I cover the Dolphins, and this is the most exciting Miami Dolphin team that I have seen in years, especially right. offensively. Uh Peter King said, predicted that they would make the playoffs uh, this morning. Peter King from uh, Sports Illustrated. And I kind of agree with him. I think Miami is right there on the border of being a playoff team, along with the uh, uh, the Indianapolis Colts and the Vegas Raiders. Okay. Um, you got Chase Edmonds coming out of that backfield. I think he's going to be big uh, for the Miami Dolphins offensively. Uh, Tyreek Hill is going to make a big difference by his just his mere presence, right? Yeah, I on agree the with football that. field, and mm-hmm. and quite as a skeptic, Mike Gusecki is a pretty good weapon at tight end for the Miami Dolphins. He made some very acrobatic plays a year ago for this offense. They will be moving the ball up and down the field. Will they be able to push it in the end zone? That's the question, right? But right uh, I think. Uh, I see a lot of explosive plays for this team. Hey, real quick, um, you know, we're speaking with Jeff Fox here down from Miami, folks here on the Sports Done Right podcast. Uh, just a couple words about second-year receiver uh, Jalen Waddle. What do you think he's going to be able to do? You know, obviously he's overshadowed by Tariq Hill, but tell the fans a little bit about Waddle and what to expect from him. Waddle is is extremely fast, and people were – thrown a monkey wrench because they really didn't get to see that his rookie year because a lot of his passes were very short passes, five to ten yards. Right. What what Tyreek Hill does, again, he opens up the field. And Waddle, I think, will catch a lot of deep passes this year. And you'll see him be able to do a lot of what he did at Alabama, you know, which was major explosive plays for that Miami Dolphin offense. I think you'll see a lot of two-minute drives, a minute 30, uh, three-minute drives. This team is going to – they're going to score. And they're going to be a problem for defenses, you know. Okay. Well, you know – Is that offense? Mm -hmm. No, no. Go ahead, Fox. Finish your thought. Yeah, I was saying that, you know, the key for me is is will the offensive line be able to give him time? You know, that's the thing. If they can give him – just a couple of seconds, man, to, to get that ball out of his hands, to get it to his playmakers. Um, Southport is in for a treat. And trust me, mm-hmm. Dolphin Nation is very, very excited. Yeah, right. They they should be, honestly, uh, Fox, because, you know, this is like you were saying, man, there is a lot of expectations on this Dolphins team all of a sudden now with these uh, upgrades. And, I, you know, I think it should be a fun year. I mean, obviously, you know, we're starting out with New England. That's always going to be fun. But what about the defensive side of the ball, Fox? What what can we expect from the Dolphins' D this year, in your opinion? I think, again, a bit of news. The Miami Dolphins' defense, is will it will be defenses in the National Football League. I mean, the defensive line is solid. You got a... Uh, Jalen Phillips, quiet as his cap man, a defensive end out of the University of Miami. He is going to have a breakout season. This guy 
is going to be uh, feasting on the quarterback all year long. I predict 10 sacks at least for Jalen um, Phillips coming out of UM. And again, the Dolphins secondary, as good as it is in the business, you know, with uh, Damian Howard anchoring that D back there. So uh, I think they'll be fine. I, I see a, maybe a top 10 defense uh, for this Miami Dolphin team. And, and, Really? And they, they've okay. got it on both sides of the football. That's why it's so easy to to envision this being a playoff team. Okay. And no, I, I think they uh, will start the regular season with a real smackdown on Bill Belichick and the Patriots. You know, the wouldn't Patriots that won't be able to move the ball on his defense. Okay, and that I that's what I was gonna say. That would definitely set the tone because I just pulled up the schedule here in my situation room. You know, week one Patriots mm-hmm. as as we said at Baltimore in week two. You got Buffalo coming to town week three. And then week four at Cincinnati. I mean, I don't think I've seen a tougher kind of opening month for a team. And if my, in my opinion, shoot, if Miami comes out of this two and two, it's a win. And if they can do something above that, man, uh, you know, NFL better watch out. Yeah, that's a murderous row at the beginning of the season for the Dolphins. I mean, what <laughs> did they do to deserve that? You know, right. <laughs> you know like, come on, yeah. man. Like, come on, NFL. Like, are exactly. you seriously? You and know, then, with that right there. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be tough. If they come mm-hmm. out two and two, uh, folks will be very happy here on South Beach. But um, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Yep. Exactly. But I think this team is up to the task. It's going to be interesting, you know, um, my Minnesota Vikings are coming down there October 16th to whoop up on them. Outside of that, my right. friend, you know, <laughs> but uh, but anyway, folks, again, we got the one and only Jeff Fox joining the Sports Done Right podcast today um, out of South Beach, Miami, Florida. Hey, Fox, before we kind of talk about, you know, some of the other th- uh, teams down there very quickly, help me out here because... Miami as a sports kind of destination now for athletes. You know, obviously you mm-hmm. got the weather, you got the setup South Beach. You know, I think we really started to see it with the Miami Heat. Miami's be- really become a destination for pro athletes, man. Tell people about the flavor of the city as a sports town. You know, we all know about South Beach and the nightlife and all that. But just give my Minnesota people a vibe as Miami, as a sports town. Well, you know, Miami gets a, the city of Miami gets a bad rep, and I think it's because everybody is envious of the great weather we have here, mm-hmm. you know, constantly. But I've noticed that um, even, when, you know, when Miami get, got uh, LeBron James and, you know, back when they had the decision, there was a lot of hate towards the city when it came to sports. Right. Uh, and and that continued throughout the Miami Hur- Hurricanes dominance. Right, yeah. And the, uh, you know, back in the day when they were winning championships. Um, I'm not sure that we are nationally liked as yet. I think people like to hate on Miami as a sports town. They always talk about, ah, look at the heat. The fans are leaving early. Right. Uh, the game's about to start. Nobody's in their seats yet. That's because we live on South Beach. There's a million <laughs> things to do here. Yes. You know, there's the beach, there's the restaurants, there's the women. Uh, there's, mm-hmm. there's so much to do down here. 
You know, we're, we're not we're not in you know uh, and, Green Bay, Wisconsin, right? And also, you know? Fox people kind of forget it. It's an international city. I mean, you know, so many different cultural from much. South America, Central America, the Caribbean. I mean, people kind of forget that flair, and that's personally what I love about it. I mean, I just I, the the mix of folks down there, the cultures, the food is just phenomenal. But yeah, man, it, it just is. it gets kind of a different rap, a bad rap, and I just wanted you to talk about it because obviously you cover it and you live there. Yeah, yeah, and, and certainly, man, like you said, it's a melting pot. The only thing that stinks down here is the mullets. They can yeah. like. Miraculously, right. they have two World Series titles, but I think they kind of stumbled onto those. Uh, we have no tradition when it comes to baseball, right. despite yep. the two World Series wins. All the Marlins do is lose, but you know the passes have been interesting. Um, you know they started mm-hmm. out great, then they crashed and burned. Yeah, they did at the end yeah. of the year in the NHL, and everybody down here, and I mean everybody, was anticipating the beginning of Miami Hurricane football right. on Saturday. Even though we played, who was it, Bethune-Cookman, there was over 50,000 fans in the seats. Oh, well, okay. um, People were eagerly awaiting the arrival of seeing Mario Cristobal well, uh, leave the troops a, a possible return to glory. So, Well, that's funny. Everybody's you, on edge right. when it comes to the Canes and the Dolphins. Okay, well, let's transition into the Canes, and then we'll get to the heat here before we get you out of here. So, you know, me and Fox have talked before. You know, I grew up a huge Miami Hurricane fan. I'm looking at the 2001 championship banner hanging in the Situation Room right now. I mean, and obviously the world of college football is completely different nowadays. The state of Florida has, what, six or seven Division I schools in it now. So, you know, just the recruitment and everything is just a whole different vehicle. But, yeah, they bring back Mario Cristobal, you know, trying to return the glory. Fox, we kind of talk about this all the time. What is it going to take for Miami? I mean, to you know, we can say for Miami to get back to being Miami. I don't know if that can happen. But what what is it going to take for Miami to be, let's just call it a perennial maybe top 10, top 15 team again? I mean, do they get a lot of support from the school? I mean, I know the kids got to go over to the Dolphin Stadium to watch games and, you know, a little bit of some traveling there. But, you know, help help you know help me figure it out, brother. What's going on down there? It's a different ballgame. It's not the 80s yeah. anymore, you right? know. Um, all of the talent, it's hard to keep all the talent here. I think Mario will do a better job than, you know, either Manny Diaz or Al Golden or any of those guys. I think Manny, um, Mario is rather more connected with the local coaches and will keep Mm -hmm. a lot of the top recruits here. And he's been doing a phenomenal job uh, since he's been here, you know. But I I think it starts on the line as well. Miami needs to get bigger and stronger. And then you can really see some of that speed. Like when they play those, SEC teams, and you look at those SEC teams, man, you see the size of the linemen, both offensive and defensive. That's what Miami had when you look at the league to the past. What's different? Well, the guys are smaller. Uh, The the big, giant offensive, you know, the Vince Wolfolks of the world, you know, the Brian McKinney's of the world. Mm -hmm. We don't have those anymore. We need to get back to those guys. 
and then you will watch this team dominate and, and get right back to the top of college football, uh, along with the Clemsons and the Alabamas of the world. Right. And so, again, so, Jeff, let me ask you this in terms of Florida. How does Miami rank with the recruiting? Um, you know, I, honestly, I haven't, you know, taken a look at any boards to see, you know, where they fit in like the ESPN top 50 or whatever. But just recruiting for Miami, how's it been going? Obviously, you know, Mario's back. And like you said, you anticipated getting better with him. But just kind of maybe tell us what it's been like the past few years for Miami to, you know, try and recruit players. It was tough. It was tough until this year. Again, you know, nobody wanted to come here and play for Manny Diaz. Nobody wanted to come and play with, uh, you know, the great value version uh, of the Penn State, of Joe Paterno with Al Golden, you know, <laughs> right. you know, looking like a Penn State coach. <laughs> but um, I think that's beginning to change. Ever since Mario's been here, he's flipped a lot of recruits. Uh, a lot of guys have suddenly that you thought were going to Alabama or an SEC school or, you know, even Oregon, uh, they decided to come here to Miami and follow, you know, Mario Cristobal to South Beach. So I, I see Miami now re- winning those recruiting wars uh, with the highest ranked class, I do believe, in the state. And uh, I think that trend is going to continue. And, you you know, the recruiting won't be a problem anymore, I don't think. By the way, the coaching staff that they assembled, top-notch, man. Like, they've got a top-notch coaching staff. Uh, the facilities that they have now are on par with the other great programs in the country. Um, I don't want to say it. I hate, you know, people have said it for many years before, mm-hmm. and it's turned out not to be true. But Miami is on the way back. I can promise you that. I won't say we're back yet. Right. But we're on the way back. You heard it here, folks. Jeff Fox, Miami, not back yet, but they are definitely coming back. All right, man. So let me ask you this. um, Before I pivot to the heat, I want to jump back to the Marlins Mm -hmm. and their situation for just a minute. You know, obviously Jeter – was you know trying to bring his name and fame down there in the ownership group that kind of went south you know people talk about the latin love for baseball that was kind of the whole premise of putting a team in south florida and like you said it just yeah. despite the two world series and those are some hell of hell of teams i mean you know the, the one team took my cubbies out which i'll never forget but what is going on with baseball in south florida at the major league level Build the new stadium, you know, phenomenal stadium, all that. And obviously it's it, empty a lot of times. Team sucks. What's it going to take to get them back? And, you know, are is the organization ready to kind of reinvest to get those names and maybe get people in positions that can help them get back to the World Series? Baseball hasn't been kind of South Florida. Right. Despite the two <laughs> World Series titles. It just hasn't been kind. We've gone through fire sales. We've gotten attached to players, and then they get traded to the Yankees or, <laughs> you know, anybody else. Um, it, it, baseball's been very cruel to South Florida. When that happens, the fans get, you know, annoyed, uh, mm-hmm. you know, disinterested. Um, you can't build tradition that way. This isn't St. Louis. This isn't Baltimore right, with yeah. the O's. Or Minnesota with the Twins. You guys have tradition. St. Louis with the Cardinals. You guys have 
baseball tradition. It goes way back. Right. It goes a couple of, you know, generations. Yep. We don't have that. We never had an opportunity to establish that. And until we do, the only thing that's going to cure the, the what ails baseball in South Florida is winning. Right. And we are doing Absolutely. the exact opposite of it because all we do is lose. Mm-hmm. That's all we do. <laughs> so even though we got a great player, an exciting player, and Jazz Chisholm, who made the baseball all-star game, unfortunately got injured midway through the year, um, there's nothing, and I mean nothing, that makes me want to go to a Marlins game. They stink as an organization. They stink as a franchise. And I would not be surprised if baseball sees fit to rid Miami uh, of this this sore eyesore that's the, the Miami Marlins. Hey, what's the stadium like? You know, I, I you know I see it awesome. on TV. It is, yeah. I mean, it looks great. I mean, just sad they can't put nobody in it. Can't put nobody in it, and the food is great, by the way. Oh, I'm but sure. I'm the, sure. The stadium is, yeah. The stadium is awesome. You know, but um, again, if you cannot build tradition, you know, yeah. uh, what's the name of the pitcher to pass away? Uh, uh, Jose Fernandez, like oh right, yeah, yeah, he would have been a, he, yeah, he would have been a great piece, man. Like he was Miami, he embodied Miami. Like when he died, I think a piece of Marlins baseball died with him because mm, it just it, yeah, not been the same. That's a very yeah. good point. You're absolutely correct. Yeah. yeah, when he died in that accident, man, you're you're yeah. it, just as soon as you said it, it kind of hit me. You are absolutely right. They haven't been right since. Yeah. All right, so let's yeah, transition. Exactly. So let's talk about the Heat. Um, you know, the Miami Heat, kind of what we were talking about earlier, they've become a destination franchise to me. I mean, you know, what's not to like about living in Miami in the wintertime, right? For all the reasons that we just named. But let's talk about this squad. They've come oh so close. You know, Butler getting old. Yep. Everybody getting a little older and whatnot. Can they, I mean, I know they can get back to the NBA Finals. What's the missing piece in Jeff Fox's opinion for that basketball team to get back to the NBA Finals? Man, it would have been nice to get Donovan Mitchell. It would have been nice (laughs) to get Donovan Mitchell. And Miami Heat fans now are beginning to look at Pat Riley like he's Janet Jackson. In other words, uh, what have you done for me lately? <laughs> right. Because Pat Riley keeps missing out on these whales that become available. We didn't get Durant. You know, everybody, oh, Miami's always the destination, but we don't get the big gun. The only last one was Jimmy Butler. Kyle right. Lowry's, uh, you know, kind of adequate. I think he'll come back in better shape this year. But we don't get the big, you know, A-plus player. And until Miami gets one of those, we might, you know, win the Eastern Conference, finish as the top team because of the coaching brilliance of Eric Spolstra. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to it, as the Boston Celtics proved last year, great players win playoff games. Right. you got to have guys that can put it in the bucket. And we were going to a, a gunfight, you know, with a twenty-two. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. Okay. And I mean, Jimmy Butler's—he's—he's he's an all-star. 
He's a playoff all-star. But he's all we got. You know, Tyler right. Hero hasn't gotten there yet. Yep. Uh, and, again, I credit Eric Spolcher for making this team overachieve, overachieve time and time and time again. But we need guys. We need tandems. We need a Jalen Brown, you know, uh, um, what's his name, uh, from, from the – we need a combo like those guys. Right, right, yes, yep. Well, let you me know, ask – we, we need – No, go ahead, go yeah, ahead. We, we don't have enough scoring punch, man. Okay. We play great defense, but when again, if the game is 105-105 – Two minutes left. You need guys that can get buckets. Outside of Jimmy you know, Buckets. You know? need what they can, <laughs> outside of Jimmy Butler. You need guys that can create their own shots. Yep. You know, and Miami doesn't have that. I mean, I, I, I love this team. I love the grit. I love the fight. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to playoff games, teams that have a Steph Curry, teams that have a Kyrie Irving or a Kevin Durant, yeah, you know, Finishers. Uh, th- yep. Those teams win. Finishers. They hey, Fox, win. Let that's me ask what, you. Th- yeah, that's why the Celtics beat us. Yeah. Let me ask you this because you bring up Pat Riley. Um, you know, I, I love the dude. Grew up, you know, Magic Johnson's my favorite player of all time. So grew up, you know, worshiping the Lakers and all that stuff. You know, Pat's coming, you know, closer to 80 than 70. When do you think he maybe steps down? Um, have you heard, is there any maybe plans in place for the next president of the Miami Heat to step up down there? Will it be Spolster? I mean, hell, who knows? Um, I guess the question is, is there, have there's, have there been any talk about the day that there is no longer a Pat Riley down there? Well, we're not looking forward to that, but I can tell you that Ralph speaks to the media maybe at the beginning of uh, heat season. I know media day is about uh, a couple of weeks away, maybe two or three weeks away. Uh, and then he speaks again at the end of the season. So he's already cut back on his uh, his schedule. Uh, and I can see Pat Riley checking out of the league maybe in a year or two. And I think he wants to win and win desperately. But for some reason, uh, we haven't been able to close the deal on these um, on these big pieces as they become available. And right now, I can tell you, there's a very, 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 very sour taste in the mouth of Heat fans mm-hmm. that we did not get Donovan Mitchell. I mean, Donovan Mitchell was here playing in the Summer League. I saw him. And the Heat fans, you know, showered him with love, you yeah. know, begging him to come to Miami. And he acknowledged them. But it was the Cleveland Cavaliers who put a package together that was attractive enough for the Utah Jazz. Yeah. Maybe Miami's being too stubborn. Yeah, but maybe. They maybe. will not they will not win a championship with this team as constructed. They will not. They will be a tough out. You know. They'll occasionally beat the Milwaukee Bucks or the you know, or the Sixers or Brooklyn maybe, but they're not going to be that team. Boston, they're not going to be that team. You got to have finishes. Absolutely, you, you got to have more than just Jimmy Butler, and they don't have it. And I don't see how they get it done. Nice. Well, folks, I mean, when it comes to South Florida, Miami sports, you got to listen to the Don Jeff Fox. He knows it all. Um, Fox, before I get you out of here, man, you know. 
first, thank you so much for your time. I know you're very busy um, between, you know, all your sports gigs, DJing. Yep. Hanging out, yes, South Beaching, as I like to say it, man. That's why I got to get back and visit with you, brother. I just need to hang out with the Fox, man, because I see the pictures. Hey. I see your post, yes, brother. Sir. You are living life, and I want to be part of it. <laughs> yes, man. You, know, I, you are always welcome, man, especially um, you being the master griller that you are. Oh, uh, hey, so. I'll, 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 I'll cook for, I'll cook for my dinner, homie, man. I'll cook. I'll get down yeah. there. I'll take care of you. You just get me in a couple of them VIP lines with you, bro. And you will have ribs no for doubt. days, oh, brother. Well. <laughs> hey man, the parties are definitely legendary down here, uh, in Miami, you know, and, uh, yeah, we, we, we love being down here, man. Except for the hurricanes, there's not a whole lot to worry about. Right. Multicultural, um, not a whole lot of racism, you know, just man, always good to just hear. a little different down here, you know. Exactly. Um, yeah. I wanted to touch on my Raiders really quick. Yes, yes, you, yes. Uh, what do you think, man? What do you think? Oh, Raiders. I mean – you know, the, the the Raiders are just one of them teams. We do it every year, man. We get a little teased by them. You know, okay, this is going to be the year, the yeah. return of the Pirates and all this stuff, man. But then the season starts, and just somewhere along the line, man, it's just like a car that starts running good, and then it just kind of breaks down. You know, it just something happens, an injury, car goes out yet again, or, you know, and then it just yeah. kind of dominoes for that franchise, you know, I was excited for them, you know, to get into the Vegas market. I mean, I, obviously, I wanted them to stay in Oakland. I mean, you know, they're always going to kind of be the Oakland Raiders for me. Um, but by the way, though, yes, go uh, ahead. not to cut you off, no, go ahead. but they have become one of the most valuable teams. Yes. In the National Football League since well, the moves to Vegas. Fox, think about it, it's though. Incredible. It's a perfect destination like when the vikings were i think whoever's out there because you can make a yeah. weekend of it you're in vegas right a vegas weekend games on sunday you can you know depending on the game you can maybe fly out late later sunday night you know whatever but it just works and it's vegas so you're gonna have a ton of visiting fans as well now that kind of works against them you know, at different times as well. But, it, you know, yeah, for the bottom yeah. line, just for the, the bottom line, almighty dollar, phenomenal choice for them to get into Vegas. The Chargers should have made that move, in my opinion, first, but they got stuck on trying to stay in San Diego. And then going back to kind of some of their earlier days, you know, being the Los Angeles Chargers. But that was the whole reason the Chargers left L.A. initially is because they didn't think the L.A. market would back two teams. So, you know, exactly. you know, the Raiders got in and they're doing it. They just got to do it on the field and give them Las Vegas Raider fans and the nation something to cheer about. Yeah, I, I, I do like that none of the so-called prognosticators are picking us uh, to win the division. Everybody's on the Chargers or the Chiefs or even the Broncos, you know. Right. And yep, they've yep. got Derek Carr as the worst quarterback in the division, which is not such a bad thing when you look at everybody that's playing that quarterback position in the in the AFC West. Uh there I, I don't recall seeing four quarterbacks that good in one division 
uh, in a mighty long time. Oh, that's a very so, good we'll point. Well, let, let me return the favor real quick before we get you out of here, Fox. The Minnesota Vikings, you know, Cousins, Justin Jefferson, uh, Thielen, you know, the – in my opinion, the offense is, is still looking good. The question mark there, as always with them, is the offensive line. But, you know, for someone, you know, kind of watching from far away here and there, you know, just give us a couple quick thoughts on what you think about the Minnesota Vikings. I think if they get that old line together, I think Dalvin Cook still has enough gas in the tank mm-hmm. to have a real impact on the game. I think he's a perfect running back for today's game. You know, he, he can catch the ball coming out of the backfield. And, you know, I, I think Cousins wins, man. Like, you know, as yeah. much as people like to complain about him, all he does is win, you know. He, he, you know, he plays pretty well. You know, he's had his moments where he's failed. But mm-hmm. uh, I think he's adequate. You know, I don't think you guys suck at that position. Well, I don't th- think he's gonna that's the point. That you just hit on exactly what I was going to say. Because when he first got yeah. here, the first couple years, he, in some games, was the reason we were losing games. For the past couple yeah. years, that has not been the case. Um, you know, exactly. I, I can take or leave him as a quarterback. I think you know what you got with him. And he, in my opinion, he needs the best offensive line in football because he needs all the time in the world. to. That's when he can dice you up a little bit when he's protected. Oh, yeah. You know, he yeah. can't run. He's not Didn't a mobile guy. But, you know, I agree with you and I totally agree with you on Dalvin Cook. If he can stay, in, you know, injury-free, you know, he's still yeah. one of the top two, three best running backs, in my opinion, in football. Absolutely. So it's going to be interesting to see how they turn out, uh, how the Packers are going to look, minus Devontae Adams, you know, right. and yeah. Aaron Rodgers. How, is, is he going to get frustrated with dealing with these? Young receivers. I mean, lots to look forward to as yeah. we're, you know, less than 72 hours, I think, from um, opening day. Exactly. And it's exciting, man. Can't wait. Either can I. Um, I, I have a friend of mine, her husband's uh, in the sports business in Green Bay. He hosts the morning show over there. So I'm going to be making my debut on Green Bay Radio Friday morning, Jeff Fox. Yes, sir. Oh, I cannot Congrats, wait to bring. Thank governor. you. I cannot wait to bring that purple passion to the folks of Wisconsin. But, man, Jeff, let me just thank you for taking, you know, a half hour or so out of your time, brother. Um, tell the folks where they can find you, your social media. Tell them about your shows. I mean, because you, you got so many things going on between Sports Brothers and the Jeff Fox show and everything else. So tell the folks where they can no keep doubt. an eye on um, you. Everything Jeff Fox is at the JeffFoxShow.com. That's the JeffFoxShow.com. The uh, links are all there to the Twitter, which is the Sports Bros on Twitter. And on Instagram, it's at the Jeff Fox Show. At the Jeff Fox Show on on IG, as well as TikTok, which is, uh, which I'm getting the hang of. (laughs) Right. Yeah, (laughs) we all got to start doing that. Yeah, and TikTok as well. So, and I've got something very, very exciting coming up uh, this fall. Hopefully, we start shooting this month. Uh, we're doing a sports themed uh, podcast video video cast that will be oh, okay. uh, featuring me and a local celebrity who nice, I will not nice. name yet. All right, but you know who it is. You know, you know who it is. Joy is and, it Miss uh, Joy. Is it Miss Joy? Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, uh, all I'm saying is, uh, um, uh, don't stop getting get it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yes, sir. So, uh, but uh, we're working on we're working on that man. Lots of good stuff coming up. Uh, all right, the show. dude. I, 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 I'm so happy for you. Show man, it's gonna be fun. I'm so happy for you, man. I, I'm always watching. I'm always checking you out. You're one of my favorite people. You know, since we've kind of met, you know you know, through our podcast yes, families and X squad and whatnot. And like I said, man, I cannot wait to get to meet you in person. And like I said, just catch up with you and, and, and be your, uh, you know, be your Crockett to the tubs, man. And live that Miami lifestyle, brother. Hey man. Likewise. Likewise. I definitely appreciate it. Thank you for inviting me on your platform. And I, I'm equally as proud as you, uh, of you sports club, because you're, you're doing your thing, man. I'm watching from South Beach. I appreciate right. you. I appreciate you, brother. All right, man. Well, I'm going to let you get out of here. Enjoy your day, Jeff. Thank you again for your time, brother. And we'll be in touch soon. And look forward to all you got to do down there, man. We're going to be keeping an eye on you. Thank you so much, man. All right. Jeff Fox joining us on the Sports Done Right podcast. A uh, big shout out to him, a good friend of the show. And again, thank you so much, Jeff Fox, uh, the JeffFoxShow.com. Make sure you follow him and check out all his shows. So let's take the quick break. When we come back, because uh, we went we went long with Fox because, you know, we don't get to talk to him a whole lot. So I just wanted to get everything in here. Quick break. When we come back, we will get into Vikings, Packers. It's on, baby. Lots of questions in this game. Sports Club is going to sit down with you from the Situation Room. We're going to go all over it here on the Sports Done Right Podcast. We'll be right back, and thanks for listening. Hey, what's up, everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor and host of the Sports Done Right Podcast, and I'm here to tell you about Cultivated CBD. The best CBD products on the market come from Cultivated CBD. So whether you want a roll-on, a smokable option, maybe you want some of the gummies to help you with your anxiety or pain relief, Go to CultivatedCBD.com, the best CBD company out there, and tell them Vince Wright, the sports governor, sent you. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Vince Wright, host of the Sports Done Right podcast, and let me tell you something. When it comes to frozen pizza, there is only one pizza that stands out above the rest, and that is 7th Avenue Pizza, proud sponsor of the Sports Done Right podcast. Make sure you go get you some at Speedway, Holiday Stations, Lunds and Byerly's, Hy-Vee, amongst other places as well. We thank them for supporting the show. 7th Avenue Pizza. I am Vince Wright, and I approve this message.
me feeling real good tonight. Got me doing 80 in a 60 ticket. I promise if you're with it, then I'm with it. It's in it, I ain't trying to be committed. Nah, 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 nah. I'm just trying to bum, 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 bum. Yeah. Tonight I don't even care. Got my cup on in the yeah. air. Speeding in a fast car. Boom, 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 like a NASCAR. Tell the baby I ain't worried about your last broad. Trying to get a million dollars in the back, y'all. Snakey, so I left a minute. Take it so I left him in the He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right, and now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. What's going on, everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor. The walking Dead dubstep. Vikings, Packers, Packers, Vikings, however you want to say it. It is on, people. So many questions in this game, too. All right, let's get to it. Cut the music. All right. Thank you. And this is the Sports Done Right Podcast on the Pigskin Podcast Network. Pigskinpodcastnetwork.com. Make sure you're checking us all out. Plenty of shows. College. Pro. All the, uh, literally every team covered every you know uh, conference on the college side. So make sure you're checking this out, Pigskin Podcast Network, and make sure on the sportsbook side, DraftKings Sportsbook. You are downloading. <clears throat> All right, let's get to it. Vikings Packers. So many questions. Vikings have a completely new regime yet. 
The players remain the same for the most part. Packers, we're going to start over there. Because who is number 12 throwing the ball to? Can they establish a running game? And for the first time in a lot of years, uh, people, the Green Bay defense is the shining star of this team. At least right now, at least on papers, we're going into week one. So, my friends, there are going to be a couple caveats, caveats, as we like to say, in terms of my predictions and things like that. So, Green Bay. Untested wide receivers are, you know, kind of unheard of. You got uh, Alan Lazard, Sammy Watkins. You know, know, we've heard of Watkins, whatnot. You know, this is what makes this so interesting this year is just the unknowns. You know, because, you know, your starters really didn't play in preseason for most teams. I take it there will be some rust in this game early. Look for some drop passes, maybe maybe a fumble here or there. Early interception, maybe. But Aaron Rodgers has the trusted Randall Cobb. But, you know, Watkins, Lazard, how's that going to work out? I don't know either, people. That's the, again, that's what makes it so hard, so... The defense, a couple names I want you to keep an eye on on the Green Bay defense because the Green Bay defense, man, they can really do some big, powerful things. And this year, they may be the trendsetter, at least in the NFC North. But, you know, it starts with the former Golden Goal for Campbell, Devondre Campbell. I mean, we, we talked about him last year in training camp for Green Bay when I was talking with uh, the rookie Bob Watts, who I'm going to be on his show on WDUZ, by the way, on Friday in Green Bay, Friday morning early. It'll be replayed later in the show from my understanding. But we talked about Devondre. What I like about him is he's just, he's so intense. I mean, he comes in, he's a starter. He just dominated last year. You know, as an inside linebacker for him, a couple other names, too, are the cornerbacks over there. You know, you got Jer Alexander. You got Eric Stokes. Um, keep an eye on Adrian Amos as well. Up front, Kenny Clark, Dean Lowry. Uh, you know, some real movers and shakers on the Green Bay defensive side of the ball. And that can make it very interesting for our Vikings early on as well because we just – From the Viking perspective, my friends, we just don't know what's going to happen here because we have a new regime, um, new players, or excuse, not a lot of new players, but the schemes. So we just don't know how it's going to work out because, again, most of our starters did not play as well. And that's what's making this game a a lot harder this year to kind of pick out. So uh, Vikings... You know, we talked about their quarterback situation. They're rolling with Nick Mullins at the backup. Dalvin Cook is, you know, arguably one of the three, four best running backs in football when he's healthy. Uh, I think if he can stay healthy this year, he's got something to prove. And I'm expecting a huge year from him. And I'm expecting actually a big game from him against this Packer defense. Um, 
Thielen, Jefferson. It's going to be very interesting to watch because, like I said, the players I just named on the Packers, you know, uh, Alexander, Eric Stoltz at their cornerback. It's going to be real interesting to see how they match up with arguably the best wide receiver in football, if not in the top three. Adam Thielen, not too far behind. He's a little, he's getting older now, but, you know, when he's on the field, Thielen is still producing. So it is just a bunch of question marks all over this game, man. I think with the Vikings being at home, and I've heard this on other shows and other podcasts, and I totally agree with it. The sports gov is right there with them. If the Vikings being at home, if they can find a way to get something going early and really get this crowd hyped, because they're going to be hyped. You know, they're coming here to look in to see Kevin O'Connell. They're looking for these new plays. Uh, this whole new kind of offensive um, uh, offense that's going to be geared to to Cousins and, you know, supposedly more points coming, all this stuff. And hopefully some of that Los Angeles Ram magic following O'Connell here to Minnesota. And then on the Green Bay, the offense side of the ball there, you know, it's that dude over there wearing number 12, man. It's just, I mean, we've seen it so many times before. Vikings have been up on this team in the past. All of a sudden, here comes number 12, finding ways to get it done um, with his feet, uh, finding open receivers. So, again, you just you can't count out Green Bay, and they're actually the favorite in the division for most of the people I talk to still. I mean, you know, you got to take the Kings off the hill, and that's what the Vikings are going to be doing uh, this year, in my opinion. Now, with that being said, focusing on game one, boy, I think, I think Minnesota, I think our, our, our skull nations just, I think the boys just going to find a way to get it done. People. Yeah. I think it's going to be a close game, but I think the Vikings find a way to get this done. I don't have scores for you. Like I said, this is a very unique game to try and figure out. So let's just roll with the Vikings winning their season opener i'm looking for big games from my running game looking for a decent day from kirk cousins and i'm looking for justin jefferson to find ways to shake free from um jair alexander eric stoltz uh stokes excuse me over for the packers side because that green bay defense like i said watch for them fellas up front man jaron reed dean lowry in particular um, because if now if they are able to get to Cousins early, it's going to be a long day. And then it's going to be up to their offense to see, hey, can these receivers step up? Is uh, Aaron Rodgers still going to be griping to them after this game? I don't know, man. But I think the Vikings find a way to win it close, you know, whether the score is 30 to 26, somewhere, whatever. The Vikings win a very close game at home. I think ultimately the running game decides it for us. I think Dalvin Cook has a very nice day, uh, followed by his backups. Don't forget, you know, you got Alexander Madison back there um, as well. Madison, uh, I mean, also a couple guys I want you to keep an eye on for our Vikings as well. On the offensive line, we have a, a an actual big change here. And along, excuse me, that big change is at right guard. Ed Ingram, the rookie, has won the starting position. And this guy has looked nothing but good 
ever since he got to Minnesota. And, you know, it's not often rookies come in and earn starting positions, especially on the offensive line. But, man, he did it. So I am really going to be watching him to see how he fits in under the lights, first game at home, you know, the whole thing, the whole thing. So congratulations to uh, Ed Ingram. Um, You know, obviously you got uh, Cleveland Bradbury on the line as well. Couple other players you always want to see, you know, Hitman Harry back there in the cornerback position, along with Patrick Peterson. Patrick's been... He's been around the game for a minute or two, but he's still producing. You got Cameron Dantzler back there as well. So, you know, the Vikings can do some things on defense the damn selves. And that's why I just think, you know, the defenses are very evenly matched. Again, the, the offensive question mark lies with Green Bay. And just the new schemes. The Vikings going to a 3-4 defense under Ed Donatel on the defensive side of the ball. So, you know, again, a new scheme on the defensive side that they got to get used to as well. Um, lots going on. So Darius Smith comes over from the Packers. Man, he's he's talking shit now. So, you know, is Darius ready to play? I'm, I'm looking for big things from him to see if he can get to number 12 early and often as well. So, Again, the sports governor's taken the Minnesota Vikings in a close season opening victory here at home at U.S. Bank Stadium. Uh, outside of that, Packers, uh, you know, they're going to be tough. I mean, they are going to be tough. So, real quick, I'm just pulling up the um, Packers schedule here. Opening with the Vikings, Bears go up to Green Bay the following week. Then the Packers head down to Tampa Bay in week three to take on Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Patriots come to town after that, then the Giants and the Jets. Wow. So the Packers, and then they hit the road and play the Commanders. So on paper, you know, if you're a Packer fan, you're hoping if, hey, if the Vikings, or excuse me, Packers get past the Vikes this week in the opening game. And can get past the Bears, you know, hey, let's see what happens in Green down in Tampa Bay. But, you know, at home against the Patriots, probably give them the edge. Definitely against the Giants. Definitely against the Jets. Green Bay could be literally undefeated, you know, in the first four or five weeks of the season. You know, October 30th, a little Halloween surprise. They hit the road and head out to Buffalo. But just kind of going through this schedule, man. It's, it's set up for the the Packers. Give you a real quick peek at the Vikings here. So after Sunday's game, which is on September 11th, the Vikings, let's see here. Vikings going to be heading out to Philadelphia. Then they come home, take on Detroit. Then they hit the road again, heading down to New Orleans. Chicago comes to town October 9th. Then October 16th, we may head down and see our friend Jeff Fox. The Vikings are heading down to South Beach on October 16th. Following that, the Cardinals come to town. So a little little, little stronger schedule for the Vikings, in my opinion. But, you know, it's week one. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I know everything and, and give you the, all the stuff. I'm just telling you my, my, my feelings, what I'm looking for with both of these kind of new setups going on. Uh, Coach Flurry over there in Green Bay, see what he's got going on. 
new guy O'Connell here, three, four defense Vikings switching to all kinds of stuff popping there. So like I said, man, sit back, relax. In the end, it's going to be, I think, a very entertaining football game as week one starts in the NFL. All right, folks, so I'm going to get on out of here. It has been a pleasure to talk sports with you, my fine folks. I want to thank everybody. Oh, at the Gopher Tailgate, Nadine, she did it again. Nadine Babu, we raised money for the uh, Leukemia Society. Uh, I didn't get a number yet, but it looked like we were doing pretty good over there. 7th Avenue Pizza came out. Grey Duck Spirits supplied all the the, uh, adult beverage, as we like to say. And honestly, it was just good seeing everybody out there in the tailgate. People coming up, introducing themselves to the sports governor, uh, taking pictures. Man, it was just a blast. Like I said earlier, it was a beautiful night, especially when that sun started setting. So... Uh, let's let's keep those uh, good vibes going for all the people that need that money over at the Leukemia Society as well. All right, folks. So with that, real quick, we'll just kind of go through the NFL schedule. Uh, week one, the Bills, Rams, obviously a little little rematch there. Uh, we got Eagles and Lions, the 49ers in Chicago, Pittsburgh and Cincy. That's going to be very interesting. Pittsburgh and their quarterback situation. Big Ben finally out of there. Patriots and Dolphins, as we were talking about with Jeff Fox. The Browns are at the Panthers. Oh, my goodness. Here we go. Uh, Baker getting a week one shot at his old team. This is going to be a game we're all going to be watching. Colts take on the Texans. Uh, That's down in Houston. The Saints are on the road in Atlanta. Always a good division game there. Ravens on the road at uh, the New York Jets. Jaguars and the new Washington Commanders, and um, that game is in Washington. Giants taking on the Tennessee Titans. Raiders and Chargers. The Chiefs take on the Cardinals in Arizona. Tampa Bay and Dallas will be the Sunday night game at 7.20. And then the other night game on Monday night football is the Broncos and Seahawks. Of course, you got to set it up. Denver heads to Seattle. The return of Russell Wilson and enemy uh, gear there. So, folks, again, thank you so much for checking out the Sports Done Right show. Shout out Cultivated CBD, 7th Avenue Pizza. Make sure you get you some. Pigskin Podcast Network, my friends. Everybody, again, one love. Be safe in them streets out there. A lot of nonsense going on, so just keep your head in the swivel. Make sure you're safe out there. Be cool, and we will be back next week with more Sports Done Right. Peace. Thank you for listening to Sports Done Right with your host, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Check out Sports Done Right every Tuesday night. And when it's over, stay up on all of the breaking sports news and commentary by joining the Sports Done Right Facebook group. Let your voice be heard and join the conversation right now. You finally got it right with Sports Done Right.